Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your hosts, Michelle Emerson. And Bridget Spackman, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher. Not only is it a new month, but it is about to be the longest February in four years. (laughs) So buckle up, and maybe I should say boot up, because grab your device and get ready to do some digital planning with Bridget and I as we prepare for the month ahead. So in this episode, Michelle and I are going to be sharing our own TSHs. So Michelle, do you want to kick us off? What is your TSH for this month? Sure. I'm going to actually share a TSH that thankfully is no longer a TSH, but I feel like the story is worth telling. (laughs) Okay. Snaps for you. Okay. So my TSH from the end of I guess it was just through the end of December, was creating our new digital personal planner, which I am very excited about. We'll go more into all the details on that in a second. The reason it was a TSH, because I, not that I poorly planned my time, I just think I overestimated how much I would be able to get done on creating the planner before the holidays hit and then Mm -hmm. I was leaving on a trip. So what ended up happening was I had designed, I'm going to say maybe about a third of the planner. Right. Then it was Christmas Eve and Christmas, which I'm not going to work on those days. Mm -hmm. Christmas night, we drove from my parents to Dallas because we were flying out of the Dallas airport and our flight left the next day. So my thought was, oh, okay, I'll be able to do some work like at the airport and on the plane. And I did, but it just wasn't the easiest because on the plane, I didn't have internet access. Now it was a 12 hour flight. So I was like, this is great. I'll get lots of work done. But I had to do it all in like the offline mode on Google Slides. So I had to make it available offline, which that is a fantastic feature. Can I just say? I used it for the first time. Really? I did. On this last trip that I took to Houston, I used it. And it was nice, wasn't it? You would be so proud of me. I am proud of you. Thank you. So my dilemma was I would get to certain pages and I'm like, I need to like search something Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't be able to do that. So I was jumping around a lot. Then I made good progress. I want to say at that point, the planner was probably like 90% done. But even though the actual digital planner was done, I then had to like export all the pages and make it into images to insert in the backgrounds. Well, you can't, you can't export it as a PDF in offline mode, which I didn't know. And then it was a matter of like creating the guide to go with it and all the images that we put up in our store Well, those all required internet access. And once we got to Jordan, that's where our trip was, we were staying at a Bedouin camp, which barely had Wi-Fi. And that's what we wanted. We wanted to disconnect. But bless us, because our room, we didn't get Wi-Fi. Sometimes if I laid a certain way in bed, I could get like one little bar and it would be enough to connect. But one night we sat in the car, Billy was talking to his dad and I was like trying to do stuff on my computer, but even that didn't work. So I was doing it in these little chunks as much as I could whenever I'd get internet access. And I was stressing out because I had a vlog going up where I'm like, hey, the planner is done because ambitious Michelle thought she would have it done. Well, that video ended up going up late anyway, because I couldn't connect to the internet to get it uploaded. But it just, it caused stress. And I don't want to put myself in that position again. So lesson learned. Yeah. 
I bet like having to go on a trip and wanting to disconnect <clears throat> and then not being able to do that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds like torture. <laughs> but it all worked out. I got it up. I think a couple days, like my video went up maybe two days late and the planner was done just before that. So it wasn't the end of the world. It just, it wasn't me. You know, it was very out right. of character. Right. How about you, lady? I'm excited to hear your TSH, <clears throat> not because that means you've been struggling with managing your time, but because we have not had a lot of time to catch up lately. We so I'm, haven't. I'm curious. Yeah. I would say right now in this specific moment of time that we are recording this, my <laughs> TSH is in this, please don't take this negatively. And I'm going to explain is going into schools. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I know that sounds terrible. That's actually my favorite thing to do when it comes to this new position that I have is going into schools. However, I'm going into schools so much right now that I have very little time to prep plan, mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. all of the background work that I'm supposed to be doing to like be successful. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like I, I have all these scheduled visits. So this past uh, Thursday it was, I went into a high school, which that is a whole new world for me. Like what <laughs> a high school. It was an autism classroom. Absolutely wonderful teachers, wonderful kids. Love, love, loved it. Did never thought I would say that. Um, so I went into a high school. We were supposed to go into a middle school, but then I went into an elementary school that day. So it was like back to back to back to back. And there was, it's just, it causes, a it's a hard time to be able to like prep and plan and like get slide decks ready and to like jot down my field notes from when I'm making classroom visit observations. And it's just like sending out emails to people. So when do I do that? When, when, when am I supposed to do that? Because <laughs> I haven't figured that part out yet. So it, it's a TSH, but it's also like a good thing because I love going into those schools. Do you know what that but, reminded me of? What? It sounds just like the struggles that classroom teachers experience when they're like, I love teaching and I love even maybe the the planning process that goes into lessons. Yeah. It's all the other stuff that I don't want to do or don't have the time to do. And that causes a lot of stress. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing. It is. Yeah, you're right. It is. It definitely is. Because this is all the paperwork stuff that it's like, I don't want to do this while I'm laying in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so I have to like figure that part out of my life. Now, thankfully, we've had snow. So we've had like some snow days, which mm. is like changed my schedule from not, you know, I haven't been able to go to the schools because the schools are closed. So I'm like, oh, this week was lovely. I was able to catch up on a lot of things that I would not have been able to get done otherwise. So yeah. thank you, Snow, for, for coming and and spreading your beautiful mushy glory <laughs> on our roads. I think that's the reminder of at the end of the day, somehow, some way it ends up getting done. So like, don't stress about it because it always ends up working out. Yep. Agreed. But let's move on to some more exciting topics. I mentioned our new digital planner. It is a personal planner. It is now available. We're going to give you the quick like rundown, but we're going to be using those planners in the episode today. So you'll get a little bit more of a behind the scenes. But the personal planner is meant to help you 
Organize your life outside of teaching. Similar to the teacher planner, it has a ton of pre-made templates, but this one has even more. There's over 60 templates and they're really centered around your personal life. So like setting goals, tracking books you've read and movies you've watched, keeping track of your personal wellness, finance tracking, including like your savings and your spending and monthly budgets. And there's travel pages, which was really ironic working on that while on a plane. (laughs) Essentially all the productivity goodies that are in the teacher planner are in this planner plus more. We have a Pomodoro tracker, a routine planner, monthly and weekly planning pages. This planner was a labor of love. Y'all already heard the story, (laughs) but I, I'm very excited about it, I have to say. Yeah, yeah. And the planner comes in two different options, guys. So you have a Google Slides and then the tablet planner, just like when we have our teacher planner. The only thing is, is that this planner is only offered as a landscape layout. So it is a horizontal layout. We do not offer it in a portrait because y'all seem to like the landscape layout way more. So we're helping to mini- to minimize that like decision fatigue for all of you. So we're only giving you those two different options. It is undated and that means that it is a one-time purchase that you can use again and again. So right now for the month of February, we're going to have our personal planner on sale 20% off, y'all. You can head over to our store at www.teachingonthedouble.com forward slash store to grab it today and start planning with us. Speaking of planning, let's jump in. We are going to be planning out the month of February And this is going to be very casual. We're essentially just going to kind of talk through what we're doing and you'll get that behind the scenes look of how we each go about planning the month ahead. And we are going to use the personal planner for this because we're kind of planning some work stuff, but I would say also things on like the personal side. So Bridget, I'm curious with it being the Google Slides and the tablet version, just before we started recording this episode, Bridget was like, (laughs) oh, I'm going to use Google. Google. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? So we saved the story. Go ahead. (laughs) How the tables have turned, guys. Um, Yeah, I am currently using the Google Slides version of this planner and not the tablet version because um, I don't have a tablet right now. (laughs) So my son had an older tablet and the, you know, the port where you, the charging port, Mm -hmm. it was the old lightning cord. It's not the USB-C version. Mm-hmm. And it broke on him because he's mm. not gentle and he is a kid. And so it's an older iPad. It broke, whatever. And so I gave him my iPad over the holidays so that he could have something that he could charge and use and it works and it like stays charged and all of the things. Um, and to be honest, I just don't use my tablet anymore. Like I'm in a whole new world where my laptop is my life now. And so I always have my Google Drive open on my computer and it just makes sense for me to to kind of pare it down a little bit. Uh, Lady, I see an Apple Pencil over there. Yeah, I was going to say what's so ironic is that I'm (laughs) using the tablet version where I've always been team Google. But I feel like when it comes to my like personal planning, I just like having the tablet. But speaking of Apple Pencil, well, first of all, you were talking about the old like charging 
outlet and I'm like, uh-huh, mine has that. Yep. So my iPad is old. Okay. It's like a 2018. So at this point it's like six years old, which I feel mm-hmm. like is pretty dated yeah. for an iPad. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it it works fine. I'm not, I'm not complaining. Right. I do think I might upgrade. I have the first generation Apple Pencil. I think I might upgrade to the second generation. I got some yeah. Apple gift cards for Christmas. Shout out Mandy hooked me up with one. So I'm yes. thinking I'm thinking of putting that toward a new Apple Pencil because what you didn't see was me having to take the Apple <laughs> Pencil out of the charging port because I was charging it in the iPad because I lost the adapter yeah. that will let you use like a regular charging cable that was so, such a terrible design such yeah a terrible design I might and I'm not gonna lie I'm gonna be very honest I might end up getting an iPad mini later I, on I think is mine no my Yours I guess mine not a mini no mine's but mine was a 9.7 inch so yeah. it was like a smaller one yeah okay I'm, I'm thinking I would even go smaller than that um because when I was presenting, I would have my really large iPad and it was mm. kind of hard and bulky to hold it to like look at my notes because I'm walking around, I'm helping teachers, but I have my notes and everything on my iPad. So I don't have a ton of paper. I hate the paper. Hate yeah. the paper. <clears throat> so I was like, I gave Blaine the big one because it was just too much for me to like carry around. But if I get an iPad mini, I can then also put it inside of like my leather portfolio and like pull that out when I need to yeah. to model things for teachers. So I'm on the fence. I'm going to wait a little while. You know, it's like waiting to decide if you want to get the tattoo. I'm going to wait to decide <laughs> if I want to get the iPad. <laughs> Well, I have waited 30 years and still have no tattoos. Okay, so (laughs) jumping into the planning, I personally just pulled up the February calendar. As we mentioned, the planner is undated. That way you can use it again and again. You don't have to repurchase it every year like the digital teacher planner. Mm -hmm. But what that means is you have to go in and put the dates on the calendar because they're not going to be on there for you. So. I basically am done with that. So while you were talking, I was able to get that done, which shows you like it's not it's not very time consuming to put the dates in. Where are you starting? So I was going to start with February. I pulled up the February monthly planning sheet. Okay, yeah, that's where I'm going next. Yep, that's where I have it. So I have my Google Calendar up ready to go. Um, I'm not going to do my work calendar. I'm going to leave that off because that's a hot mess express and that changes constantly. Yeah. So that's something separate that I deal with. Um, And I'm just going to focus on personal pieces here. Okay. So what's really nice is that that planning page you mentioned, it's just before the calendar. There's one for each month, but also on those monthly planning pages. So the calendar, the weekly pages, all of that, there are these little um, boxes that are not on the digital teacher planner, but they're up at the top where we have some of those hyperlinks and you can easily navigate to any of those pages because they're all linked. Um, so you can easily jump around, but speaking of focus, one of the first boxes is February focus. So what is going to be your focus for February? You know, that's interesting. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because when I was looking at this and I was like thinking, what is my focus for the month of February? It's really hard for me to identify because I don't plan the way that you plan where you have kind of like a big overarching and maybe that's under goals. 
I don't know. I, I ha- I'm struggling to identify like where is my focus going to be for February? So maybe if you share yours or should we go ahead and just take a quick break? Yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. And then when we come back, I'll, I'll chat with you about what I'm doing. Awesome. Bridget, our listeners didn't even know we were expecting, but do you want to share the good news? Of course I do. We have a new baby. That's right. We have a new digital planner, but this one is personal. Yes, our new digital personal planner is now available in both Google Slides and tablet versions. Plus, it's a one-time purchase to reuse year after year. That's right. The personal planner is undated, which means that you can reuse it again and again without making a new purchase. You can grab it on sale 20% off for the entire month of February in our store at teachingonthedouble.com slash store. So consider your purchase a baby shower gift for us. But in reality, this planner will be the gift that keeps on giving to help you organize your personal life. So we hope you love your new bundle of joy. (laughs) All right, we are back. So back in (laughs) January, when I planned out the month of January and I saw like the focus and then there's also the goals section on Mm -hmm. this page, I decided that I'm going to keep it simple and my focus for each month is just going to be my word. So my word for the year is intentional. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't need to recreate the wheel with trying to come up with a new focus for each month. Like that defeats the purpose. So for now, I've just put the word intentional, but my thought is moving forward, it's almost like I could pick an area of my life to be intentional within. So like maybe February, I'm really intentional about like, family time or, Mm. or, you know, powerlifting, whatever it is, I feel like that might be a nice way to kind of frame it. But for now, I just put my word, which is intentional as my focus. Okay. I like that idea. I'm going to stick with, I'll do the same thing. I'm going to do the growth. And I like that idea that you're thinking of, of just kind of choosing an area to help you enhance with the focus of that word. Yeah. Um, I would say, and it's interesting because this last month, I've really been in the month of January. I've been focusing on the writing bridge, which lady, lady, mm. almost done. Almost nice. done. Nice. I am like so freaking close. So I think where my attention is going to shift to is going to be the BLC because I've kind of left them a little dry <laughs> this past month. So that's going to be where we're, we're going to grow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so for, I'm assuming then that would be one of your priorities. Are you putting that down as a priority? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that as a priority is going to be, and really, if I want to be very purposeful with what I'm doing here, I might end up just saying um, growth in the sense that I'm engaging more in the Facebook group that I have with them. Okay. And I think that's a big one in that, I want to create more connection with my community people. So being more more present in that Facebook group. That's what I'm going to put. Okay. I can get down with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then I don't know about you, but personally, I'm almost creating my goals 
and my priorities, like I, I keep going back and forth because they're, they're mm-hmm. kind of in a line. It, it's like your focus, your priorities and your goals. Your focus is just like a box where you can fill it in with whatever. Yeah. And then there's spots for three priorities and three goals. And I keep kind of like jumping back and forth or are you just determining like one at a time? I'm just curious, like your thought well, process. Well, originally... Originally, I was going to use the goals that I had set down for the quarter. Okay. So like, for example, um, one of the goals that I had for this first quarter was that I needed to finish reading certain books. So by the end of January, I'm going to have one of them done. Okay. So then my second goal would then technically be the next book that I need to finish reading. Mm -hmm, Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah, it does. But I also really, really like that idea of how you're kind of prior, like creating it along with your priorities. That's helping you be more intentional. Yeah. And I'm also looking, so I have my calendar, my Google calendar opened up on the side and I'm trying to look at the events happening, you know, in the month and making decisions based off of that. But I just finished writing out my priorities and my goals. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. I'm going to start with my goals and then share my priorities. Okay. So my first goal is my like big February goal that I mentioned at the beginning of the year when we shared goals. It is to solve a Rubik's cube. That is one of the items mm-hmm. on my 40 before 40 list. Billy also got me a Rubik's cube for Christmas. So it's perfect timing. My goal is to be able to solve it, you know, start to finish at least once during the month. So that is the first goal. The second goal is to try at least three new recipes. And I had this for January as well. And I did achieve it. I think I've made like four different things so far uh, that are new, but I really have taken on cooking more and I've been enjoying it. And I love like looking for recipes. I have them all organized in my phone. I've been getting recipe books and when I say recipes, like they're, they're healthier, macro friendly recipes, right? but I've been really enjoying that. So I want to continue that. So I'm going to try at least three new things in the month. And then my last goal is to read four books. I'm not going to spoil anything because I know we're going to have a like first quarter check-in for our goals. But let me just say my reading has been, what do the youngsters say? Popping off. Nice. It's been going really well. It's been going well. And so in order to stay on track with my reading 52 books in a year, I want to read four books in February. So those are my goals. And I tried to make them very specific and easy to track. Like I will know whether I've solved a Rubik's cube or not. I will know whether I've tried three recipes or not. They're very trackable. My priorities are a little more like loosey goosey kind of um, what would you call that when it's like more just, eh, like not hippie-ish, but you know, that kind of like, I can't think of a good word regardless. Okay. Woo-woo. No? Woo-woo. Yes. Woo-woo will work. I will like work. Woo-woo. <laughs> woo-woo. Woo-woo will woo-woo. work. <laughs> Thank Sorry, you. Guys. So the first priority actually is not woo-woo. It is planning for McCall. So in March, I'm going back to Michigan to present at McCall again, which is, oh gosh, I'm going to test myself on the acronym. It's like Michigan Applied Computer Users in Learning This is the Northwest, like similar to ISTE, right? Yes. Yes. Last year it was in Detroit. This year it's in Grand Rapids. They alternate. That's going to be cold. I know. Don't remind me. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I am presenting on three different days, March 13th, 14th, and 15th. So a lot of February is going to be dedicated to getting ready for that because I have a total of five different sessions that I need to prepare. A second priority is going to be personal development. Now, I link in the Rubik's Cube to that. That's like gaining a skill to me. That's personal development. The reading is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. I think trying new recipes, again, that's like skill development. Yeah. But I also want to go ahead and start making progress on learning a second language. And so like signing up for like Rosetta Stone or something. We'll come back to that because I think that'll be one of my goals that I set moving forward. aprender a hablar en español? Mm-hmm. You are? And then... <laughs> Yes, but we're going to come back to that, actually. Love it. So then my third priority, I put disconnecting. Because when I look at my February calendar, I have quite a few like events with Billy and then also just with family. And I want to make sure during those times that I'm able to like disconnect and not yeah. work on work, which I'm going to move into like my important date section next. And I'll go through some of those events. But while I work on that, Bridget, do you want to kind of share where you're yeah. at? Yeah. So um, my priorities that I have right now, the first one is going to be to be more present for my BLC members within okay. the Facebook community. So the second one is something that we had decided just recently, I think it was about maybe a week or two weeks ago, is that we want to read as a family. So mm -hmm. it's basically like we're having deer. <laughs> in our house. <laughs> um, so we're going to have moments during the day, like every day where we drop everything and read. <laughs> oh, I love that. And it's mainly because, you know, one, I think it's important for us to be more present with our kids. Two, we need to model the behaviors that we want our kids to embody. And so I sat down with Trent and we're like, we both need to be readers in front of them. If that's what mm -hmm. we want them to do, we need to show them what it's like to be a reader. And so we talked about how it can be anything that you want to read. Like if you want to read some magazines, we can get you magazines. If it wants to be books, we can get you books. I just want to create this 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 way of life that that I want my kids to be able to take when they you know grow up and they leave us yeah yeah so reading as a family is something that we do now and I just we sit on the couch in the living room we kind of veg out and we just read for a little while um, we don't really put times on it right now I'm not trying to do that I mean at some point I would like to increase that but my boys are just kind of it's it's hard for them right now it's very yeah. hard for them um, the last priority is to post activities for my community because, again, the focus, if I'm putting the focus more on BLC, I would like for at least two of my priorities to be on that right now. Yeah. Um, and I know that I'll have months where I'm focusing more on my family and my kids, and that's fine. Yep. So yeah. my goals, um, it's funny because I feel like I then started to attach some of that to the priorities. Like as mm -hmm. I was going mm -hmm. through that, like not even thinking that I was doing that. So the first one is to finish my PD book. Um, I am very close to getting done with one of the books that I needed to get done for my quarterly goals. So I have a PD book that I'm reading and I need to finish that for the month of February. So that'll help during my reading as a family time. The second thing I want to be able to do for my goal <clears throat> is to post at least three times within a Facebook community just so that I can have something to measure it and track it to ensure that I am meeting the priority that I've put in place. And then I have down to post at least eight new activities within the Bridging Literacy community because I have, 
I have a bunch of them, but it's like getting them posted. That's always the challenging part because you got to do pictures, descriptions, thumbnails, like all the things. And that takes, it takes a little bit of time. So I'm giving myself at least eight. I have more than eight that I could post, but I'm going to start there first. Okay. That sounds reasonable. Yeah, I thought so too. Okay. So are you also moving on to the important dates? So I, you know, what's funny is I started going into projects because that was the thing that I was like, Ooh, I Mm. know a big project that I need to start working on in the month of February. Um, so I have an assistant and she's wonderful. Her name is Sarah. Michelle is the one who actually was like, Ooh, you should hire her. And it has been absolutely wonderful. So thank you very much, Michelle. And so, um, We have kind of a yearly calendar that we sat down. We had like a half day that we spent together on Zoom and like we created an entire calendar for what we wanted 2024 to look like and all the things. And one of the things that we're going to be posting up in the community is a poetry house. Michelle, a poetry house. So here's here. Let me let me paint the scene for you. Are you ready? So ready (laughs) in when I when I was an intern in third grade. I did a poetry coffee house and I invited families. And so I had bagels, I had donuts, I had hot chocolate for the kids, I had coffee for the parents. And so we had spent all this time learning about the different types of poetry. And then the kids would write one to go along with each. And then they all got to choose the one that was their favorite. And so they came in all dressed in black. They had like black sunglasses that I gave them. And then we had like a little hat if they wanted to wear like a black hat to go with it. And so I decorated the front and they had a mic. And so the kids would go up one by one and they would read their poem and we would all like cool snaps. Do you know what I mean? Like cool (laughs) vibes, snaps. And there was like jazz like playing in the background, that kind of thing. So it was really cool vibes. So now I'm taking that idea and I'm setting it up as a big unit for my community members so that they can go and recreate that. I love that. That's so we're gonna so start, cute. yeah. So we're gonna start like planning and assigning like the things that we need to have done, so we can have it done by the end of March. So it'll be ready for um, poetry month. Very nice. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question for you as I'm starting to plan okay. out my my dates yeah. and I'm looking at my calendar, and y'all can hear the behind the scenes of how we typically decide this. Yeah. So we need to meet twice in February: once for outlining mm-hmm. podcast episodes, once for recording. I cannot do February the 25th because Billy and I will be traveling. The 11th is the Super Bowl. Um, I could do that, but like, you know, it's yeah. it's also Billy's dad, like Billy's dad is going to yeah. come over and all that. That's too much for so, you. So are you able to do February 4th for outlining and then February 18th yes. for recording? That would be ideal because then I have the 19th off and that's always really nice to have a day off after recording. Okay, perfect. All right. I moved those around on the Google calendar and I'm putting them on mine. So I just finished filling out my date. So I'm going to go ahead and kind of read through what I've got going on. So February 3rd is a Saturday. Billy and I have our state of the union. The first Saturday of every month, we go to like a coffee shop and It's almost like him and I just kind of touching base, looking at the month ahead, looking at projects we have going on. We do like a financial check-in. We share glows for each other and any gripes that we have. I absolutely love it. It's like my favorite thing ever. Um, The day after then, the 4th, we will have outlining for podcast episodes. So that's a meeting that, you know, I know is going to take up about two hours of Mm -hmm. time. 
Monday, February 5th, I need to send an email to a contact I have for a PD, just kind of touching base because we'll be about two weeks out and I need to send her any materials that need to be printed because they are all in person and I'm just being projected virtually. So I needed to kind of make sure that they have everything that they need. February 10th is a Saturday and that is a powerlifting meet. It's called Sheffield. It's like the biggest powerlifting meet it's almost like, okay, I told Billy, it's like our yeah. Super Bowl, okay? Oh, wow. Which ironically is the day before the Super Bowl, but it takes place in England. It's called Sheffield because it takes place in Sheffield, England. And Very cool. Like that will be my full day is just watching that meet. It's yeah. so exciting to me. Uh, day after the 11th will be the Super Bowl. Monday the 12th, I have a sports massage. That was one thing I committed to doing starting back in December to help myself with powerlifting is I get a monthly massage. I signed up for like a membership just to help. It's like deep tissue work. Like it's painful. It is not relaxing. I leave sore, but I know that it's needed with my training. Um, The 14th obviously is Valentine's Day. We're not really doing anything on Valentine's Day. It's a Wednesday, which is weird. But we have a trip that we're taking instead. So I'll come back to that. The 16th, which is a Friday, we are going to a Gino Vanelli concert. Do you know Gino Vanelli? Okay. I don't blame you. Um, So he is a (laughs) Canadian like singer songwriter. He was really popular back in like the 70s and 80s. I will say he has a phenomenal voice. Billy's dad like is obsessed with him. So Billy's dad was a singer. He still is a singer. He sang at our wedding. Um, and Gina Vanelli is like his favorite artist and he's coming to Austin. So we are doing not only like the concert, but we also have the upgraded tickets where we're doing like the sound check and the meet and greet and all that. So right. it'll be fun. Like I'm going and obviously I, I know his music because of being around Billy's dad and everything, but it's more so like experiencing it through him and like seeing his joy and and everything. So that'll be fun. Um, The 18th, we are meeting to record for podcasting. The 19th, I am presenting that virtual PD that I mentioned. It's actually at a district here in Texas, but that one's weird because it's in the morning and usually they're in the afternoon. That's going to throw me off. That is, (laughs) but it's kind of nice that you get to get it done. Yes. Yes, that is true. Uh, Wednesday, the 21st, I need to cancel Paramount plus I signed up for like a free week trial and then I canceled the free week trial, but they're like, Hey, we'll give you two months for free. And so I was like, okay. So I put it on my calendar to make sure I canceled (laughs) it at the end of those two months. And then February 23rd through the 26th, Billy and I are heading to Arizona. This is our like Valentine's day trip. We are doing Sedona an Antelope Canyon, which is really what I'm excited about. Antelope Canyon is also on my 40 before 40 list. If y'all don't know about Antelope Canyon, just Google it. I mean, it looks stunning, stunning. I'm very excited. So we're just doing some hiking. We are also going to do a helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon. We have visited the Grand Canyon, but I figured a helicopter ride would be a really cool way to see it. And a helicopter ride is also on my 40 before 40 list. So we're going to knock that out. So that is it for my dates. Um, Do you want to go over your pro? Like, I know you kind of started going over projects. I can tell you my dates while you work on that if you want to. Perfect. Um, So I 
planned out my date. So February the 4th, I have down that we're going to do our planning for the podcast. I am not as exciting as Michelle's life. Okay, guys. So just let's just throw that out there. (laughs) My dates are not going to be as interesting. Um, February the 8th, I have scheduled down to do a live chat in the evening for my community members because that was also one of my like big quarterly goals is to be able to do two live chats every single month for members. And I have been sticking to that. February the 18th, there's recording. I'm going to take February the 19th as a stretch day since my boys are going to be off on that day. Um, So stretch days for me is just because I'm contracted 188 days, but they don't necessarily have it scheduled that way for us. So they give us an allotment of how many like days that we can just like throw in and just take off when and where we're able to take those days off. So it's a stretch day for me. Um, February 21st is my mother-in-law's birthday. So I'm sure that we're going to do something for her there. We might end up just getting some like reservations at some really nice restaurant that we don't really ever go to because that would be a nice change up. February 22nd, I also have another live chat scheduled. And then the 23rd, I'm going to take a stretch day as well. That's a possible stretch day because I had some things change in my calendar. So I've already put it down just so that I can have it, um, and get that schedule because I still need about five more for the rest of the year that I have to find a place for it. So that might be a really good one. And then I am getting ready to go to a PDE conference at the end of the month. So I'm going to be leaving on February the 28th through the 1st. So just making sure that I'm packed, ready to go. The boys have everything they need and Trent's good to go. So I might make some like meals that they can just heat up or something to that (laughs) extent. So I will have that ready so that when I'm gone, things hopefully run smooth <laughs> nice okay where so where is that conference? Um, that's gonna be in hershey so i'll be oh, back in hershey nice yeah fun okay so i just mapped out my projects kind of going on for the month so i already mentioned the mccall planning mm-hmm. i will also have the arizona trip like to me planning a trip is a project even though we already have yes. airfare we already have hotels it's like the packing and it the is. making sure like So I have that down. And then with that, I also have a Germany trip that Billy and I are planning. Now, this is a trip we are planning for Billy's dad. And I can talk about it on the podcast because he hasn't listened to the podcast. He watches my YouTube, so I can't talk about it on YouTube. But Billy's dad is turning um, 65 in January, actually. He turns January 28th. So we decided for his 65th birthday that we wanted to surprise him with a trip and he's really, really wanted to go to Germany. So we're planning on taking that trip in May. So it's pretty far out, but we have all the behind the scenes like planning. Plus we're trying to coordinate with like Billy's sister and Billy's aunt to come with us. And y'all know how stuff like that gets because the idea is to split like Billy's dad's you know, expenses like between the four of us. So like me, Billy, his sister and aunt, but then it's like, I don't know, people get flaky and it just, it becomes a whole thing, but we need to, you know, always some drama, (laughs) always some drama. Um, and then that PD that I am doing on the 19th, I have that down as a project because I, I've already done that PD before, but I need to adapt it for me being virtual and them being in person. I have down February YouTube videos and March podcast episodes. It's funny because we record the podcast a month in advance. So we record March's podcast episodes in February. And then I do my YouTube videos like in that month. So it's kind of, I'm like pulled in two different directions, but it's fine. And then the last project I have down is Billy's 30th birthday planning. Mm. So 
y'all know he did a big birthday party for me for my 30th and it was phenomenal. I asked him, I'm like, would you rather do a party? Like I can do a party or like me plan a trip for like him and I, and he went the trip route, which is not surprising. But also I think it's because kind of surprising because I feel like that is his jam is like host party planning. Yeah. All of that. Like he was in his element lady. Yeah. Like I don't think I've ever seen him so much in his element. I was like, who is this man? (laughs) It's because he does a lot of that when he would organize fundraisers for campaigns. So he's gotten experience with it and yes, he is good at it. However, him and what I'm going to call the boys, like his high school best friends. Yeah. They are all going to be getting together in October. Actually, it's the weekend of my birthday. His best friend, Justin, who was the, what's it called? Uh, not not man. made of honor. Yes, the best yeah. man. He's so nice. <laughs> At our Tell wedding. I said hi. <laughs> yes, I love Justin. Justin's probably my favorite of all of his friends. So he is getting married that weekend in October And so all the boys are going to be back together in October anyway for the wedding. And he's like, I don't feel the need to do it like in the summer. So that being said, I am conjuring up some kind of a, a trip for his birthday. And so I need to kind of get, you know, working on that. I've started Googling and stuff, but that'll be a project for February. Um, Do you have anything else to add for projects? I did not. I did put down packing and preparing just for that conference, Mm. thinking about all the things that I have to do for that. So that's the only other one. And then I started outlining a few to-dos, not a ton. Um, But I put down creating images for our live chats, just like promotional images so that we can share it with people. That's a nice little simple to-do. I want to... I have a couple of ideas for... Kelly's birthday present and typically we like kind of all go in and we get her something nice um so I might try to send out a text message to our group and see hey is this what we want to do yay or nay kind of situation um and then hopefully schedule a birthday dinner I have two places in mind so I'm gonna also throw that into our group chat and just be like can we vote and then try to get that scheduled so those are my to-dos Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I like, it's funny because you mentioned getting her a a birthday present. Billy and I, I think are going to go out and do that today for his dad because for his birthday present on his actual birthday, we're going to give him like little gifts that hint that we're going to Germany. So freaking cute. So we've got to go get a couple of things. Um, but I think we're going to go, have you ever been to a world market? Yeah. I love world market. I've never been to one, but I'm excited. And I know they have a lot of like international like yes. treats and candies and foods and things. Oh, lady, you're going to go crazy I know. there. <laughs> I know. I need to show some self-constraint. Um, but I need to add that to my power list for today because it is not on there. But yeah, I'm I'm looking over like my projects and important dates. And I'm like starting to jot down to-dos where it's like, oh, I need to update that PD. I need to send that email. But I feel like also a lot of my to-dos, it's kind of more ongoing. I'm not very good at brain dumping everything at once. It's more of like, I'll think of things and add to it. But what I do have to say is I really like with the way that this planner is mapped out from this planning page, like I can just swipe and go to the calendar and start putting those dates like on the calendar. And then the weekly pages are after that. So I can start putting them on the weeks and each weekly page rather than the teacher planner where it's only Monday to Friday. And then we had like blank boxes that if you wanted to use them for the weekend, you could. 
This one is set up so you have all seven days of the week. You have Sunday through Saturday. And at the bottom, there's a section for to-dos. So you can start kind of pulling those to-dos. Yeah, and putting them onto specific weeks, which I feel like is just kind of a really nice feature. And then I will add at the end of the month, there is a like review page where you can kind of write down like your highlights for the month. Yeah. There's a section to write down gratitude, what your challenges were, your best memory, things you want to improve, any unfinished to do's or like ongoing projects. And then you can give yourself ratings and you can decide on the categories for those ratings, which I just think is fun. But I feel like I'm at a pretty good place in terms of like February planning. Absolutely. I am too. So guys, I hope that you all enjoyed listening to this podcast episode where we are taking you through that monthly planner page within the personal planner. We're going to leave some links in the show notes so that if you are interested in checking out the personal planner and planning with us for this episode, you can go and head over and check those out. Uh, Again, those are going to be 20% off in our store for the month of February. So be sure to grab it one time per purchase and you get to use it for a lifetime, which is wonderful. So thank you all so much for listening. We would love for while you're over there on our website and looking at the planners to submit your TSH, we want to know what is sucking up all of your time right now. And you might be featured right here on the podcast. Be sure to subscribe if you have not already so that you're notified when we drop our new episodes, which is on Thursday morning. And if you have some time, please, please, please leave us a review over on iTunes. It really does help us get into the ears of so many other teachers. And until now, next time. Be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye. See ya.